I guess we've never actually said that, you know, this is Crime Theories, and I don't think we've ever actually introduced ourselves either. Oh, that's probably true. Would you like to introduce yourself? Aw, how sweet. And let me go first. Of course. (laughs) Well, all right. Welcome to Crime Theories. And I'm Adrian. And that is Brie. <laughs> yes, that's Brie is me. Brie is her. <laughs> I know, but that doesn't rhyme. Or you can just talk in third person. I should always talk in third person. No, I can't do that. Your <laughs> daughter does that a lot. I know she does. But, you know, she's five, so I'll give her a break. Oh, okay. <laughs> this time you have a story. I do. All right. And I don't think the website ate it this time. It didn't. Oh, my God. I actually have my story. It's here. <laughs> I still don't know what happened to the other one. I'll redo it for I you. I don't know. But I was actually looking, and I was like, we actually have the same exact login. So you should have the exact same permissions that I do. So I'm a little confused. You must not push safe or something. I don't know what happened, but this one's here. It exists. So I finally get to take my turn at telling you a story. Yay. Uh, I picked this story. Even though it's really, really popular, I picked it for a couple of reasons. One is I remember when this story came out, I was just a few years older than the victim. And so it really caught my attention even then as a child. And... I remember looking at the newspapers and seeing all of these pictures and articles of this case. And I think it's really the first time I ever realized and processed that there could be a cold case, that someone could kill someone and get away with it and not like be punished and have repercussions to that. And so I kind of attribute this case to becoming a crime theorist yeah it was like your first realization where like holy shit and then you kind of got into it yep and here we are if no one has figured it out yet the case i am talking about is the case of jean benet ramsey and she was a six-year-old pageant beauty pageant queen yeah and i actually know nothing so and you know nothing so i only know what you have told me the little bits i've tried not to tell her a whole lot so and i purposely like avoided Reddit John Bonet on purpose. This one, he said, it's been fairly publicized. So there have been a lot of theories. I've read some actual books from like actual detectives and such. So wait, there's actual detectives out in the world? Yes. Weird. Yes, there are. Wait, and they know how to read? My husband doesn't know how to read. Your husband's not a detective. Fair enough. I want to be a detective. I don't really want to be a detective, but I want to pretend I want to be a detective. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know what happened to people. I don't actually want to have to, like, go to the crime scenes and, like... She's just gonna be an internet detective. Let everyone else go to the scenes and show her all the stuff. And then she'll yeah, figure it out. I don't want to actually have to like take blood samples. I think that's a never another section though. Isn't that like the, the forensics part? Not I the, think detective? the detectives. Like they may not have to take the samples, but I'm pretty sure detectives go to the scene. Well, yeah, I'm sure that they go to the scene too, but I don't think they actually take the blood. I think that's either the yeah. I think that's forensics. That it does probably that. is. Collects all the blood samples and stuff, and then takes it back and see if they can find a match. Probably. I actually wouldn't mind doing that. You be the detective, I'll be the forensic. Okay, so you want to take the blood samples? Well, just like the blood spattered samples. So like if there's like on the wall, then I can handle that. But if it's like from someone's brain, I can't do that. Of course. Oh, so you can take, if it came out of their brain onto the wall, you're good. As long as you don't touch their brain. Yeah. That's illogical. As long as I don't actually see the body, but the fluids, yeah, that's okay. But if the body with the fluids, that's when I get all queasy and I will I'm pretty sure that if you do that, the body would still be there. Uh, So I think what you're saying is you could be like a crime scene cleaner. Have you ever seen sunshine cleaning? No. 
it's a, it's a great movie. You should watch it sometime. It's got Emily Blunt in it. And but okay, no, okay. So, but with the Chick Fil A, the forensics were already there, so they were probably collecting DNA, blood samples that were being left behind because that guy was obviously already in the hospital. Okay, because he wasn't dead yet. If they're already dead, I think it really depends on your crime scene. I don't know. Hey, people that work in this forensic, let us know what what does your job entail and would I have to touch a dead body? Do you think people who actually work in forensics listen to crime podcasts? Yes, they do. Okay. Yes. Hi, people who actually I've, I've work actually... in forensics. <laughs> I've actually seen a few like on like the Reddit threads and stuff. They're like, I just got my forensic degree and stuff like that. And they're like showing off like their lab coats and everything. Ooh, fancy. So I think they do because then they're like, hmm. So are you ready to hear about the Ramsey family? Yes. All right. So it was Christmas of 1996 and the Ramsey family celebrated. The people we have living in the house are John. Patsy, Burke, and Jean Benet, who was actually named after her father, whose name is John Bennett. Um, and they lived in Boulder, Colorado. They spent that Christmas celebrating. They went out and, you know, exchanged gifts with friends. And they were out kind of late, and Jean Benet fell asleep in the car. And they came home, and her parents put her to bed because the next morning, they were supposed to go on vacation. They were going to go visit some other family and then they were going to go on a Disney what? cruise. What? That is amazing. Yeah. I want to go on a Disney cruise. I want to go on a Disney cruise so bad. Like, yeah. and she's nine, right? So they were going to. She is okay. six. Her brother okay. Burke is nine. They were going to go on Disney cruise. They didn't, obviously, but that was the that plan. That is an amazing plan. I know. I and um, the mother, Patsy, she was currently in remission from ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. And they were, I mean, relatively well off financially. It was a pretty good time in their lives, right? And here's something else. They had a decent amount of money and they had a really nice house. And this could be important later. Their home had recently been part of an open house tour for charity. Uh, so like parade at home type thing or for charity? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. So I imagine that people had been allowed to come in their house. So that to me is kind of important because it's like, okay, so other people could have recently been in there, seen the layout, known what was going on. Yeah, knew exactly where JonBenet slept and everything. Mm -hmm. So JonBenet was a beauty pageant contestant, and that's part of what got her case so high in the media. And a lot of people are, you know, don't like pageants and they don't like that whole attitude. But it was actually Jean Benet herself who wanted to do the pageants. She's the one who liked being on the stage. She was relatively new to this. She'd only done a couple shows. And she's the one who wanted to do it. And her parents just looked at it like soccer or a right. sport. Like they didn't, they weren't like super pushy. They weren't, they didn't see her as just like a beauty queen. It was... A sport. And I'm sure that was a, you know, a question too, because some parents are really pushy into that type of stuff and mm-hmm. want you to do something because they wanted to do it and they were little or something. But it sounds like, you know, she, that's what she wanted to do. So they were like, okay, you know, we mm-hmm. can do it. And now just because I feel like this question might come up later, I'm going to let you know this house, this nice, beautiful, gorgeous, wealthy house. It did have an alarm system, but they had turned it off because the kids kept accidentally setting it off. Okay. How did they keep accidentally? I mean, I can, okay. So yeah, my kids kept turning off the, turning on the alarm system in the middle of the night or whatever, when they went to the bathroom, I could see that being very annoying and eventually you ignore it or you just turn it off. Yeah. So the house did technically have an alarm system but it was not on. It hadn't been on for a while. Like, it wasn't, like, suspicious timing either. Like, oh, this was turned off the day before or something. No, it was, it had been off for a while. The next morning after Christmas, December 26th of 1996, 
um, the mother, Patsy, she went to wake up the children to go get ready for all these fun things they had planned. And Jean Benet was not in her bed. So she headed down the staircase to look for Jean Benet, and she found a ransom note on the stairs. Um, and this ransom note is absolutely baffling. I'm going to go ahead and read it to you. Mr. Ramsey, listen carefully. We are a group of individuals that represent a small foreign faction. We respect your business, but not the country that it serves. At this time, we have your daughter in our possession. She is safe and unharmed, and if you want to see her to see 1997, you must follow our instructions to the letter. You will withdraw $118,000 from your account. $100,000 will be in $100 bills and the remaining $18,000 in $20 bills. Make sure that you bring an adequate size attache to the bank. When you get home, you will put the money in a brown paper bag. I will call between 8 and 10 a.m. tomorrow to instruct you on delivery. The delivery will be exhausting, so I advise you to be rested. If we monitor you getting the money early, we might call early to arrange an earlier delivery of the money, hence an earlier pickup of your daughter. Any deviation of my instructions will result in the immediate execution of your daughter. You will also be denied her remains for proper, proper burial. The two gentlemen watching over your daughter do not particularly like you, so I advise you not to provoke them. Speaking to anyone about your situation, such as police, FBI, etc., will result in your daughter being beheaded. If we catch you talking to a stray dog, she dies. If you alert bank authorities, she dies. If the money is in any way marked or tampered with, she dies. You will be scanned for electronic devices, and if any are found, she dies. You can try to deceive us, but be warned that we are familiar with law enforcement countermeasures and tactics. You stand a 99% chance of killing your daughter if you try to outsmart us. Follow our instructions and you stand a 100% chance of getting her back. You and your family are under constant scrutiny as well as the authorities. Don't try to grow a brain, John. You are not the only fat cat around, so don't think that killing will be difficult. Don't underestimate us, John. Use that good Southern common sense of yours. It is up to you now, John. Victory, SBTC. Um, yeah. So many questions. First one being, he contradicts himself in the letter. So what are you supposed to do to keep her safe? This ransom note is one, like, on history, but like, in, like, textbook. Like, no one can figure out this ransom note. It is so weird so many questions um the first thing i'm going to address is the amount of money it asks for a hundred eighteen thousand dollars it seems kind of random right yeah. here's the weird thing is that is a very close amount to what john had recently received for his christmas bonus mm. so whoever wrote this ransom note it seems like possibly knew that he would have that much money like liquid that he could obtain interesting could it have been john at all the dad well we can keep on going and i'll see what you think i'm gonna let you i personally don't think it's the parents okay they've obviously been looked at very very much but um they obviously did have some act like i said because hundred eighteen thousand dollars that's kind of specific it's not a yeah. hundred thousand dollars or a hundred and twenty five thousand right. you know yeah that is very like specific so it sounds like it's someone that either knew him very very closely and that knew that was around his bonus or worked with him and somehow knew that too yeah so what and did he do he ran some sort of you know i actually don't even know the exact specifics hang on i know he like ran a business yeah, it just says businessman. Huh. Okay. So now another question. Is it assigned SBTC? And then earlier it says a group of individuals that represent a small foreign faction. Okay. What does that even mean? So if you Google SBTC, what does it come up with? San Bernardino Transit Center now or Southern Baptists of Texas Convention or JonBenet Ramsey. <laughs> Okay. Like, it doesn't really make sense. I mean, remember, this is 1996, so it's before, obviously, 
Google was. Right, but okay, and then there's the fact that it um to me uses the word beheaded. Now this is one reason I don't think it's the parents, is if the parents were set up like this, it's very uncommon for parents of a child to use a word such as beheaded. Very strong and violent. Yeah. Yeah. So if it was something like with him for some reason trying to get us extra money so his wife didn't know or whatever it shouldn't say beheaded yeah like the beheaded or the fact where it's like you will not be given her remains for proper burial that's kind of so i don't know if this was supposed to be like if this is real or a mislead or a distraction or what this note is it's definitely a distraction that's for sure the paper that it was written on came from inside the house what Yep. How did they figure that out? And it looks because it matches a notepad that was found in the house. And there's like a first draft written where it like looks like they started writing something. Like, you know how you can kind of see pen yeah. on paper? And it looks like there was a starting note and then it was like scratched out and ripped off. So there may have been another draft. Okay. So, and that is one reason why the parents are highly suspect, were highly suspect. They are never convicted, obviously. It's a cold case. In this case, is there, like, who who sits down and writes this in the house? Yeah, while you're kidnapping a child. Okay, so, now, after she finds this note, which is just... That is bizarre. So, how many people were in and out of that house on a regular basis, though? Because if they're more wealthy, did they have, like, cleaners and other people that come in and out not that i I mean and if so they wouldn't have been around for christmas um so as far as i know the only people who should have been around were john patsy burke right but what if they wrote that note at an earlier time and no one really noticed it like i mean i have notepads laying around too and i don't check them frequently to see if anyone's written in them i don't i mean i've never read or heard anything about any like service workers they had around what if it was someone that that was in that house um during like that open house now that's an interesting thought and they you know saw the pad or whatever or looked in a drawer saw a pad and was writing i mean too also if you saw someone walking around with a notepad writing while you're in this open house for charity would you think much of it or would you think someone's just like taking notes or I write stuff down all the time, so I would think they were, like, making notes like they were gonna design their own house, and they liked mine, so they were, like, taking notes about, like... Um, did they have in-home security at that time? Because if they did, they might be able to look, see who was... I'm sure if they already did, if they already did have it, but if anyone was writing down on a notepad that looks similar... As far as I know, any of that would have been turned off with the alarm system. Oh, okay. Which maybe that's another reason the alarm systems were off is for the open house. That's like, true. Okay. Yeah, because everyone could have made that alarm system go crazy that day. All right. So, so technically, someone else could have grabbed it, especially if they were in that open house, and written down, and no one would have taken a second glance. Yes. So the 911 call um, was made by Patsy Ramsey after finding this note, and it came at 5.52 a.m., and I'm going to, I don't know how to put it in here. I'm going to send you a link with it so that you can listen to it. You do that, Um, and then I can add it in. I don't know how to do that. (laughs) Do, do, do. Per, per, per. Sending message. Per. Okay, go ahead and give this a lesson. 911 emergency. Oh, we need police. What's going on? By 515th Street. What's going on there, ma'am? We have a kidnapping. All right, please. Explain to me what's going on, okay? There, we have a, there's a note left and our daughter's gone. A note was left and your daughter is yeah. gone? How old is your daughter? Six years old. She's gone. Six years old. How long ago was it? I don't know. I just found the note. And my daughter's Did you say who took her? 
So for me, there's nothing. I mean, I've heard you talk about how this, some people say this is odd that she's like, oh, there's a kidnapping. But when you get a ransom note, I think that's the first thing you think. Someone's kidnapping. My daughter is gone. And for them seeing daughter instead of John Monet, that is completely, from what I'm reading, completely and utterly normal because you know you're talking to someone that has no idea who your daughter yeah, is. Yeah, and for me, it's like, okay she's frantic and it does sound to me like like she's almost like rereading the note at this time like it says sbtc victory like she saw kidnapping started panicking called them and as she's being asked questions is almost like rereading this and if she had any part in this note i feel like i mean it's really hard to act that distressed if you know what's happening yeah, I mean, unless you're a really, really good actor, but I feel like that is genuine from what I hear on that. That is like genuine fear. And I don't think it's abnormal for her to say a kidnapping because she has a fucking ransom note. And she says her daughter instead of like John Bonet. And, and I mean, even if she went on and said like, I only, you know, so and she doesn't actually say anything. But even if she about went her on being, to say something like, she just says, "Please uh, help she's me." She's dead already, or she um, could be dead. And then, like, she's she says, too, like, from that she's blonde, that, like, and then almost sounds like maybe she'll try to like describe her so there. that you can like, you know, look. Yeah. Okay. Have you listened to the thing? Are you ready to move? Okay. So, um. All right, so they call and the police come, and now they, you know, the police are there and they're sitting and they're waiting for like a call or something, and nobody ever calls. Now, you know, I don't, I don't know if they ever intended to call or if they didn't call because the police were there or what, but no one ever calls. What? So do you think that that person actually? did know that they already contacted the police i definitely think based on the other situation that someone i mean if they ever intended on calling they would have known that the police were there at the house like when they get here so like obviously john and patsy are growing anxious and oh this is bugging me because this is like the afternoon now okay so it said in the call what like we'll call between like eight to ten Okay, so we're getting into like, it's one o'clock now. The police have been there for hours. The And the family's just so, you know, who knows what's going through their mind. And they're getting anxious. And so someone tells John to go search the house again. They're like, how about you just go search the house again? Oh, yeah, because I haven't already done that 50 bazillion times. And, you know, the cops should have done this, right? Yes, when they first got there, they should have done a full sweep of the house. Well... In this sweep this afternoon is when John finds the body. No. So uh, he finds the body. No. It is in the basement in the wine cellar. <gasps> um, when he finds her, she is, she has duct tape over her mouth. She's gagged. She has like a cord around her neck. So when he finds her, he, you know, he runs to her. He removes the duct tape and kind of tries to loosen the cord around her wrists and around her neck and all of those things and um this is just horrifying to me that this little girl's body has been here probably this (sighs) for however long and the police did nothing like they didn't 
I just feel like this <sighs> is such an awful thing on the police's part because why is this the first time this part of the house is being searched? Oh my gosh. Well, and who knows? Like, they might have drove by, seen that the police were there, and were like, all right, well, this was a part of our ransom, and then threw her in the cellar there. Oh my God. Kate, that really gets me. It gets me anytime that humans are fucking cruel to freaking children. And so I would like to note, here's one thing I always found interesting is she definitely, she was not beheaded. I don't, I just wonder why that was in the ransom note. So her official autopsy reveals that her death was by strangulation. So like she was killed by strangulation and a skull fracture. But the official cause of the death was asphyxiation by strangulation associated with, I'm horrible with words, sorry, craniocerebral trauma. Okay. So, like, basically her skull has been bashed in. And the suffocation. So, she's found in this wine cellar. She is, like, wrapped in a blanket and she's, (sighs) like, strangled and her wrists are bound. And she has, you know, her head bashed in. Oh my God. Cord around her neck. And now here's something that is particularly interesting. And for me and my theories plays a very big part of this case. There wasn't much blood at the crime scene. At all. Okay. So her head's bashed in. Her skull's fractured. And there's no blood. She was killed somewhere else and then brought back home. There's a couple things. So either A, she was killed somewhere else. Or B, she was already, like, either mostly dead or dead from the strangulation. And so her blood wasn't pumping all that much. Oh, God. Um, And so then she was pretty much mostly dead when the skull fracture came. And it's pretty hard to be sure which. So either she's already mostly dead from strangulation or where is the blood, like. Yeah. Because, you know, head trauma, I mean, that is something that, typically bleeds a lot yeah um well okay so back to the beheading thing Mm -hmm. it's i don't okay it's not that easy to behead someone as people think (laughs) yeah so i wonder if they thought about it but then they were like nope let's just do this it's easier and there will be like less blood for us to trace and so they might have wrote it in there, but then just maybe they wrote it in there too for like the shock factor. I don't know. I mean, whoever wrote that is obviously like just mentally deranged anyway. Anyone that does that to a fucking child is mentally deranged. Well, and another thing, the note said the two men watching over Jean Benet don't particularly like you. Two men. But, okay, but if they're with this whole community, or is that just to throw people off, too? I don't know. Okay, so you said also there was four initial, like four initials, right? At the bottom? Yeah, SB, what if, TC. What if that's two different people? SB and TC? I don't know. Or they mixed them up, too. Um, so there was a little bit of blood found in her panties and a small no. stain. Which could come from trauma, or it could have been sexual. We don't, there's no proof. Like, we don't know for sure. Um, There was some DNA from that small stain, and there was also some DNA in her fingernails. This was all tested, and it did not match anyone in the house. Okay. That, to me, screams it was someone outside of the house. So, no one in the house officially did match this DNA, which was in the small stain in her panties or um, under her fingernails. So there were some strange marks on the side of her right face. Um, And some people do believe this could have possibly even been marked from a taser. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So the, there was a, this is another thing that's key to me. There was a broken window in the basement, but John claimed it was him, and he had done it a few months before, and it just hadn't been repaired yet. Okay. 
So okay. to me, it's like, if John had any part in this, why on earth would he tell them, yeah, that window's broken, but that was me. That's not part of this. To me, that screams, that's not part of this. Don't look there. I need you to find the killer. Whereas if he had, yeah, if he had done it, why wouldn't he use that as a scapegoat? Like, a look, theory. my window's broken. He said taser marks. And the note said that possible taser marks. I want to clarify it's not marks. technically proven. And that uh, the note said that they, you know, had it in with the police. What if a police officer did it? Okay. For example. Okay. Would it be possible if you had one cop was talking to the family and two that were a uh, quote unquote searching and they actually bring her body down? Because let's face it, if you were distressed and then you're sitting there having an interview with a cop, are you going to, you, you're not going to sit there and worry about what the other cops are doing. You're just going to be like, yeah, go ahead and search my house while you're talking to this other one. Would you really notice if someone else brought someone, someone in, you know, brought your I little girl in wrapped in a blanket? Maybe. Would you even notice? Now, I have never, so over the past, I mean, years, it's been however many years since she was killed, there have been some confessions I'm not going to focus a whole lot on them because all of them were proven to be false, just attention grabbing confessions. Right. Well, and then we know inmates do that a lot too, especially if they've already got like life in jail sentence, like, Hey, I'll give you a, you know, you'll give me a better deal or a better sell yeah. or whatever. So the most common theme though, in the confessions have been um, mostly like perverts and people who had seen her in pageants and then wanted wanted her i mean as much as it sucks like because it was something she wanted to do and it was kind of i mean to a little girl is innocent sadly pageants are kind of a pervert's playground that is disgusting patsy ramsey died of cancer in june of 2006 she was in remission so then the 10 years later it did come back and ended up killing patsy ramsey so she definitely i mean even if this case gets solved she will never know so some theories that are wildly out there um i'm gonna start with the most ridiculous theory i've ever heard which is the uh fun case we've hinted at that uh katie perry and john is john benet so there was this theory that she was not killed but kidnapped and that the death was all staged and there apparently was a youtube video that like went through all of this stuff all of these similarities um and like there's pictures of jean benet and katie perry side by side like showing similarities i can see a couple similarities but it's definitely not a thing i mean like honestly her first album came out in 2001 um katie perry herself was 17 but jean benet would have only been 11 oh well it's definitely katie perry then (laughs) yeah and plus once again like what is the motivation for all this like why would you pretend your daughter's missing and then have her come out as a pop star that makes absolutely no sense so so the theory is is that the parents did that the parents covered up the kidnapping and then eventually oh yeah okay. i don't know that makes sense so this is the most out there one that i heard is that katie perry is actually jambonite which is definitely not a thing. I don't believe it at all. Like I said, Jean Bonnet would have only been like 11. She's several years younger than Katy Perry. And Katy Perry, you know, has a family and a real name. And like, no. But we're here to tell you the weird and crazy theories too. I'm sure I've only, I've read a lot of <laughs> crazy theories and I'm sure I've only touched the top of the pool because there's probably so many going on with this one. So some people think that Katy Perry is Jean Okay. 
I don't, I don't, don't buy that, that one either. I mean, well, and they had a full-on body. Okay. And their yeah. age difference, and I haven't seen the pictures, but oh, come on, people. <laughs> um, yeah, Katie, Katie Perry is not Jean Benet. She's Katie Hudson is her real name. And no. So we're going to next, we will address another very big, very popular theory that I personally don't believe. That is okay. that her brother Burke did it. So there's a very big theory out here that Burke accidentally killed her. And then this is the family covering it up. Now, one of the main like things that you read about when hearing that it was her brother is um, when the body was like taken in for the autopsy, she had pineapple in her stomach. Okay, pineapple was one of her favorite foods. So her parents don't really remember giving her pineapple that day, but it was one of her favorite foods. And there was a bowl of cut pineapple in the house. So it doesn't seem that outlandish, right? No. And her brother's handprints were found on the bowl. So? So he killed her over some pineapple. Oh, okay. Over pineapple. I have heard this theory so many times. And they're like, they're like, Burke's handprints were on the pineapple bowl. And I'm like, oh my God, he lives in the house. His hands were on the pineapple bowl. Yeah, exactly. Well, does the kid like pineapple too? Who the cares? Or maybe he even got the pineapple out for her. I mean, there's so many different, that, no, that, that's okay. just an and, outlandish theory. And they're sitting here and like, apparently like in some of the first interviews, I've watched some of these, he was a little awkward when being interviewed. Okay. He's a nine-year-old kid whose sister just got murdered. You think he's not going to be weird and awkward? Um, of course he is. Okay. And I'm just sitting here thinking, okay, so people say he accidentally killed her and then covered it up. So with the evidence that we have seen, once again, okay, if he hit her, first off, that implies the nine-year-old's going to hit his sister hard enough to crack her skull. So if this he happened- He would have had a hair with something then. If this happens, why would they, like, why the strangulation? And if he strangled her on accident, why would they hit her in the head? And if he hit her- where is all the blood? Yeah. Where's because the blood? It probably, if they were trying to cover it up, it probably would have been in the house. Where did they put it? Like, I mean, how do I mean, we- was there a brand new carpet somewhere? Is, I mean, is that a reason that people are thinking this? Um, no, not that I've ever heard of. There is no, no one knows where the blood is. I've heard nothing was else there about the cleaning blood. crew that came in and then they said, oh, it in between because- Christmas Eve night at 10 p.m. and the next morning on Christmas at 5.52 a.m. when she calls. Okay, so it would have been a whole cover up within a few hours. It's not like, I was like, well, that could have made sense if it was like days or a week or something, but. Within a few hours. Okay. And then I've heard another theory where it was Patsy. So Jean Bonnet was known to be a bedwetter. And I've heard people say that Jean Bonnet wet the bed that night and that Patsy Ramsey um, got up to change her sheets and had just had enough and killed her. I could see maybe accidentally, like, okay, if you're really tired and you're really upset, and I'm not saying that this is freaking right because it's not but maybe spanking or hitting or something like that. But I don't think, I mean, you would have to have done a lot to kill her. And then the strangulation too. I, I don't buy that. Well, and once again, the things against this. Okay. First off, like she, this, it was a relatively common thing for Jean Benet. And so it's like Patsy had done this before. And yeah, I right. can see as a mother, that's definitely frustrating. But that on Christmas night, after you just like celebrated all day, and then you had like these other plans, like, and she's done this so many times and never showed signs of abuse. That's the time she's going to snap and full on fracture her skull. I don't think so. Plus, once again, that also leaves the question, where's the blood? Okay. Yeah. 
And that's like the one night a year that you've been like, okay, you know, just give her some leeway, to be honest. You would think. I don't buy that that is the one time that she's going to snap. I personally don't buy the theories that it was someone in the house. I think, to me, I think it has to be someone who was an outsider, who did know the family, but wasn't like a member. And I almost wonder, this is just me, if the kidnappers were possibly in the basement the whole time with her. And if then when the police were called and got there, they did whatever they did. And in all the confusion, so you think got that out. they were there in the house the whole time. Oh my God. I do. I, I think they took her in the middle of the night. Like, okay. okay, think about this. This is my personal theory. Once again, we have no proof, but my theory. Okay. So shortly before yes, they were out uh-huh. delivering gifts. Okay. So this person gets in the house. They have time to write the note uh-huh. to do whatever they're going to do while they're in there waiting for them to come back. So they hear them start to come back. They go hide somewhere. Ramsey's come home, put the kids to bed, get to bed themselves. Okay. What if here's an even thing. Okay. So they're up writing the note. What if that's when JonBenet comes downstairs oh. to get the pineapple? They see her. They take her down to the basement. Okay, now they have her. They got her with the pineapple. Um, and they just wait there. So the notes on the stairs, they're in the basement where Jean Benet was, have her tied up, gagged, and then as soon as the police are called, they strangle her. They realize she's like pretty much dead, hit her over the head okay. for good measure and get out. Can the duct tape and the rope be confirmed come from inside the house as well? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there was um, with the like rope that was tied around her, one of the things that we okay. used to like pull it was a paintbrush from Patsy Ramsey's paint kit. So at least one of the things that was used at the crime scene was a paintbrush that came from Patsy Ramsey's paint set herself. Okay. And where was normally that paint? I set? think it was in the ah. basement. Like her whole paint was it normally kit, down I think, was in the basement. Else, but I'm not 100% positive on that one. Okay. And also, is this basement, is it finished? Is it it's unfinished? It's kind of this? like the part where her body is found is like a wine cellar. So it's kind okay. of, let me see if I, I've seen a picture. I mean, let me see if I can find it. I mean, she's, she's in the blanket, so you can't see too much, but this is the body where it was found. Okay. That's a really, really small photo. I know. I'm sorry. Okay. So there's like a bike, there's a like a, either a paint bucket or a food storage bucket, maybe. And then mm-hmm. she's wrapped up in her pink little blanket. Which could have just come from her bed. I don't know, the blanket. I... Poor thing. Okay, yeah, so it looks like, and obviously there's a door right there. So it's like, yeah, like a wine cellar type. So... Did her parents, so her parents didn't even check the basement yet, right? Until like one? Not that I know of. Like, because once again, they aren't looking for a murder victim. They think she's kidnapped. So they probably assume she's out of the house. So they've looked in the house, but I mean, it probably was hectic and not a super thorough search. (sighs) Oh my God. Yeah, I feel like, and I cannot blame her dad for rushing over and just taking all that stuff off with any type of hope you know like i i would have been like fuck the crime scene at that point you know oh yeah oh my god their house is very misleading from the front you cannot tell how big it is um from the front like it's a really interesting layout and so from the front of their house too it almost even doesn't look that huge and then it is, though. Where was this at, too? Colorado. Boulder, Colorado. Okay. I'm like, because a bigger house in, you know, here in Utah compared to a big house in California is a different. Yeah, so I don't think it was anyone in the house. I'm going to send you another picture from the side, and it's going to change your world. Okay. 
I mean, remember, he had just, this is 1996, and his Christmas bonus was $118,000, so they definitely weren't. Oh, shit. <laughs> I told you, it's kind of misleading here. Whoa. <laughs> that is, like, the first picture you showed me is, like, half the fucking house. I told you, it's kind of misleading. Like, the front oh, of the God. house does not do justice. Okay, so I can totally see in panic and everything missing a room or something. But as police officers, you should have done it thoroughly. And that was a definite... Well, and remember, she was found in the basement. So... How many levels was this? Was it three three. or four then? Well, there's three and then the basement, I believe. So there's four. I think so. So... Wait, so why does four people need this big of a house? I mean, holy fucking shit. Well, John does have other children from another marriage. Um, oh, okay. who come sometimes they're older John's a little okay. bit older than Patsy and so they are older but they do have other family who come in sometimes they were going okay. to see some of these and on another sad note five years previously um, another one of John's daughters from a previous marriage had died in a car accident <gasps> no more so John has actually oh, lost two daughters Oh one to a God. car accident and one to this crazy murder. I can't I can't even imagine losing my kids, let alone having it be like a murder. Like Yeah. And not even house. know what happens in your own house. Like you're supposed to protect the ones that you love in your own house and you should feel safe in your own house. I mean, there's been times where I've lived in different apartments and stuff where I'm like, I don't feel safe in my own house or I don't feel like I'm wanted here, even in my own house when I was growing up. Like, nope, I didn't even. But to think that you might get murdered in your own house, that is totally. Well, and it just makes me so sick to think. I mean, they were probably, that body was probably there the whole time. So for hours, they're just sitting here panicking about her and her little body is in the basement. That's awful. Yeah. So there's my slightly unpopular on the internet opinion. I don't think Burke <laughs> did it. And I don't think she's Katy Perry. And I don't think her parents did it. I think it was someone else. So if he did do it, the theory he's going around is that his parents covered it up. Yeah. Okay. And if they were trying to cover it up, why would they just have her body in the basement? And why would they write such a weird note? And once again, like the words... Yeah. And beheaded did they cross-reference? I'm sure they did. The handwriting with the parents and the son? Uh, yes. And um, I have, like, it does seem a little, the note, mm-hmm. there are some parts, like, scratched out and stuff. To me, it definitely is not a nine-year-old's handwriting. It was definitely not John's and... Patsy's was inconclusive, so there were okay. some slight similarities, but not enough to say it was the same. Well, okay. And once again, let's not forget the DNA that was found that didn't match anybody. And I'm assuming they have that, like, stored in CODIS and stuff. I would imagine so. Yes, they do. Because that's part of how they've, like I said, because several people have confessed since then. Right. And, like, they've done that. And they're like, well, you don't match. And they're like, well, I had a secondary person and then things like didn't match up it's people right. who that have been in jail and they've came out there have been several of them who are like i killed her and then it turns out and it's like the police are like no i really don't think you did that's so messed up when they do the false freaking confessions like that just to try to get some self-gain it's so so messed up okay but here's the question is that more messed up or is it more messed up people like Ted Bundy who play with the cops and are like do you want to kill me today because I'll give you more information tomorrow Uh, um when Ted Bundy was on death row he did stuff like that I know I know he did so that's pretty messed up too (laughs) Uh, okay you just sent me the yeah ransom note that's a copy of what it looks like you'll have to post that (laughs) Do you have any other theory? What, what do you think from what I've told you? Okay. Far as theories goes, I don't think it was anyone in the house either. It sounds way too personal. It sounds like 
piss someone off, especially from the note, they obviously knew him. They knew how much around how much he got for a bonus. And they were just putting it as a ransom for an excuse to kill her. I think, I think that letter is just to throw people off and to get out whoever wrote the letters anger and rage out because it's very scattered and there was an actual letter of an apology from the district attorneys for the Ramsey family because there was we don't consider your family your wife your son to be any suspicion of the crime from the DNA sample that they found it is the strangest case that like I said it like got me into this stuff because I was like even as a little kid like I said When this took place, I would have been eight when the murder occurred. I would have just turned eight. And even at eight, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. What is happening? None of this makes sense. You know, they say that her death was strangulation. Um, I think, yeah, it was strangulation. I don't think that she ever left the house. She probably didn't even realize, like, what was going on at first. And they just came up, or he just came up. One of the guys just came up and strangled her. Yeah, but I think over time with DNA, with the access that we have to DNA now, maybe there's a big possibility when we might find him. Possibly, if I mean that's assuming if they ever like commit another crime or not always. Um, they found out the Ashley Tinsdale killer from Ancestry. Yeah, I was gonna say, but now that people know, I mean, if you're in there, do you think these people would take no? But their kids might. And it can, it can go back to you if they put it in Ancestry.com, like, hey, you know, this was my dad, and he was born this time, and maybe, because I don't think that that, the Ashley Tinsdale's killer, I don't think that he ever put anything in there. They just found him from Ancestry, Ancestry DNA from someone else putting it in there and saying, there were these two males, these two brothers around this time, lived around here, like, I, like, you know, I know that he lived around there and just put it into Ancestry.com. Yeah. I think nowadays, though, it's it's a lot easier to find them. And maybe it will one day. I don't know. I hope so. I hope so. That'd be awesome. I don't think it was any of the family. I don't either. On that happy note, if any of you hearing this have your own theories you'd like to share with us, uh, please feel free to email us. And let us know. Or if you have any suggestions on what you'd like to hear about. And are going to try to our sign off again. Email us at crimetheoriespodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. See if we can do this. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. Keep, Keep fucking going. Yeah, that was awful. That was awful. Keep fucking going. Keep fucking going. There. We got it. Just separately (laughs) yes we can both separately say our slogan great yes win for us